for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Listeners, I'm excited to have joining me on today's podcast, Alec Hansen. He is a contemporary leader within the mortgage industry, constantly striving to improve. That's something I really enjoy about people that are working on constantly improving themselves. He began his career in originations back in 2004, funding over $85 million when he was named the Rookie of the Year by Scotsman Guide. Every subsequent year, Hansen landed on the Scotsman Guide's top 200 originations list, finishing his best year at $185 million. From there, Hanson began coaching and growing a successful branch network in Orange County, California, with his peak year being in 2010, funding over $1 billion at the branch level. It's pretty amazing. Alec has received the Housing Wire's Rising Star Award both in 2017 and 2019. He was the Senior Vice President of Production for Loan Depot for the West Division. Today, he is the Chief Marketing Officer. He has a dynamic role there. He is a dynamic coach, thought leader, and that's why we have him on the podcast today talking about thought leadership. Where's the market going? So Alec Hansen, so good to have you here with me. It's an honor. What a joy. David, I just love following in your footsteps, bro. You are a pioneer. So thank you for just getting to hang with you today. Are you calling me old, Alec? Is that what yeah, a pioneer yeah. is? I, I mean, snuck it in. I tried to sneak it in there. <laughs> sneak it in there. Sneak it in. That's a nice way to say you're an old fart looking. But anyway, I'll take it. But uh, podcasting is something that you and I both enjoy and it's really sharing thought leadership. And that's why I wanted you to come to the microphone today because yeah. you are the chief marketing officer there at Loan Depot. You have a unique perspective. Loan Depot has been a leader in the marketplace, has Thanks. been, still is. Thanks. And I'm really interested in your perspective. What does it take to succeed in 2024? And there's so many different topics. We can go in different directions. So let's start there again. Well, first of all, for those that don't know you, come on, let's give a little bit of a background. Walk us through you. I've already given your bio, so I've, everyone's heard that. But give me a little yeah. more about your perspective on yourself. And why is it you think you have been so successful in this business? That's an easy one. You learn from great people and work really hard. I, I think if you can figure out how to combine those two things you can skyrocket, meaning I'll learn from other people's mistakes and hopefully not have to make those myself. And mm -hmm. then what I found from really great people in mortgage lending is they'll just tell you all the things that led them to success. Yeah. And then if you just outwork everybody and show up every day, you end up winning. I guess it's just more just because I'm just still here. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I've been successful. Well, I think there's two points about that really that we want to just spend a moment on. Yeah. I think it's learning from others. And I yeah. think to the extent that you can leverage off of someone else, some people in, in bike racing, they call that drafting, car racing, they yeah. call it drafting. You can draft with someone. And I think there's some, I would like to go back a little bit of some of the people you've drafted off of, you've learned yeah. from that have been, been big influencers for you. Yeah, obviously, number one is my father. Dan uh, Hansen's yeah. been in the business for 40 years, carved an incredible legacy in this space and was a huge mentor and just somebody I just looked up to and learn from for years. So not everybody gets that. So I'm really blessed just to have a dad that you can really awesome. grasp behind. 
Uh, yeah. Shout out, Dad. Oh, I'm sure yeah, he's got to give Dad this. the love. Yeah, you know, give everyone... Dad love. Love on him. He should. You're so fortunate to have a dad who is in the mortgage business who helped. Man, what a leg up that is. And awesome. then I just got lucky and blessed. And, and my first boss ever in this business was this guy who's still doing loans named Kevin Buddy, who mm -hmm. taught me in 2003 how to get purchase business. And he was the master. And I just watched him every day. And I just took what he did and added my personality to it and then just went on and went and learning and learning. But also shortly after that, as I branched into being a loan officer, one of the best things anyone can do in their beginning of their career is just look at the top people that you respect in the industry and reach out to them and ask them for their time. And I found that most people, I, I probably called 20 people back in the glory days in the very beginning and just said, can I get coffee? Can I figure out what you do? I drove up and down California just to find people. And they all said, yes. And they all let me take them to coffee and they told me their tricks and they told me their strategies and they told me what they did and their tactics. And I just filled up notebooks and then I went and did it and then put my own thing on it and ran. And right. there's just been tons of people that have blessed me that way across the years. I love that. It's being a student. That's the number one takeaway that comes out of this first part, this interview is listeners. If you're in the loan origination business or you're influencing someone in the loan origination business, that's all of us. We're all influencing yeah. some originator somewhere. Tell them to become a student and ask them yeah. who have they learned from press into that. And I think that's what it's interesting because I have spiral notebooks. I have from me going back. I've been at this for 50 freaking years. It's hard <laughs> to believe it's been that long. That makes me a really old man. Yes, I'm an old man. But the reality is you never stop learning. I've never oh. stopped learning. I'm 73 years old, 50 years in, and I'm still learning. And I love this industry. Then let's talk about the hard work, that ugly W word, work. You got to get out and do it. Yeah. You made a great comment on being a student. I have this saying stuck in my head, be a student of your own experience. Mm, because as you yeah. put in the hard work day in, day out, you just get a chance to learn over and over again and adapt over and over again. And that's just an unbelievable advantage over people who get stuck in analysis and they get paralyzed. When you get into action and when you try things and when you push forward, you get an ch unbelievable chance to just continue to grow. And that's been a huge part of my success. Yeah, that's great. Learn from others and then learn from your own, yeah. your own journey. Man, the Lord knows it. there's nothing like we, we've all stepped in it a few times, maybe just nope. more than a few. And yeah. uh, when you learn from it, and when it doesn't defeat you, what doesn't kill you, as they say, makes you stronger. Uh, there's yeah. truth to that. But it's so much of an attitude of overcoming. I want to spend our time today yeah. from your unique perspective. You have a very successful podcast. And yep. for those that don't know what it is, tell our listeners a little bit about the podcast, where they can find it. Big shout yeah. out. It's really good. Four or five years ago, I started the Modern Lending Podcast. And really, I did it for two reasons. Number one, podcasting is a phenomenon that's not going away. Right. And I think there's, I thought there was value in it. But until I really started, I felt like I couldn't help anybody, coach anybody, talk to anybody about it unless I was practicing it myself. Mm -hmm. And so I jumped into it and I started to try to figure out my voice in it and my lane in it, and my <laughs> strategy behind it. And it's been an incredible vehicle for my own career development, but also in just connecting to people and providing value back into the industry. And it's been awesome. So it's on all the podcast networks. It's on YouTube. We, do, we also do videos of vlogging of it all. So you can watch it yeah. or you could listen to it. And I hope it gives somebody an idea that they can go and implement tomorrow. Yeah. So it's good. It's the give back too. It's the yeah. being a student, but then also giving back into your experience. There's so many things about podcasting. So those that would say, there's no room. There's so many of you guys that are podcasting. You're way out ahead. There's no point in me starting yet. What would you say to that person? 
that's so small-minded. I'm not trying to be famous by my podcast. I'm not trying to be Joe Rogan. I'm trying to add my voice to the conversation to help right. one person, one freaking person. Like I don't need yeah. a thousand. I need one. And if I can do that, then it matters. And if you're a loan officer and you're like, well, I do this and where's the noise in this? You're just forgetting. Like what opens up a lot of people's minds on this, and I could talk about this for two days, is if you just did a podcast with small business owners in your community and talked nothing about mortgages and just talked about right. how they are thriving and what they're doing in your community, mm -hmm. you will get loans. You will get relationships. You will drive your business. And you could talk nothing about mortgage. And you just right. talk to those small business owners. So you're not going to become famous, but maybe you'll become more known in your city, which gives you more relationships, more leverage, more marketing, more branding, and more loans. So yeah. I think it's just perspective that we're missing. I think that it's that. And then I also have, I'm a vocal major. I, I think yeah. I shared this with you on your podcast one time. I, I'm a vocal major. And there was a study done about how someone's frequency, their residence, how they speak. Mm -hmm. It's a frequency. Mm -hmm. You have a frequency. I have a frequency. Mm -hmm. And it resonates with people. There are certain yeah. people that will resonate and hear your voice and go, there's something about that guy I like. Can't yeah. imagine anyone saying there's something about that guy I don't like, but they, but there are going to be people that resonate, you resonate more with. And so anyone totally listening agree. to this, I'll say this. You have a channel. You have a frequency on the dial. Think of that old dial, that old car dial. You turned it up and down, and there's the fire. You go, all those sounds it makes as you went through the various channels. Then they hear you, and they go, huh, I like that. So you yes. will contract a community that's dialed into your frequency. Stay tuned into it. Nobody has the iris in your eye print, your fingerprint, or your vocal frequency. Lock onto that. I love your attitude is <laughs> so much fun to get on and just talk about where things are going. And that's where I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. 2024. We've got yeah. a big rally going on right now. Yeah. Where you and I are recording this on a Friday, February 1st. Thank you very much. Yeah. And the other times, yeah. Thank but it is uh, February 1st, seeing a nice rally going on. We're hopeful that interest rates are going to be falling, but it's not about rates. It's really about what? Tell me, what are you influencing? You're coaching people. What is the strategies you're sharing with those you're coaching that's making a difference? Yeah, so the headwinds are nice. If we get a little bit of momentum from the market, I love it, fantastic. And God knows everyone that's slogged through last year and deserves it. Some wins yep. would be lovely. But that said, the game is still the game. And figuring out how to continue to play regardless of market conditions is always the priority we should be having. And I have been trying to bang a drum on these two things for years now, and I still think they're super relevant. And that is figuring out, and I think brands, like large-scale brands like Lone Depot and individuals have the same opportunity and the same objectives in this world. It's all about connection and relationship. And so let's just talk about loan officers for a second, like the individual loan officer, and then we'll go up to brands. Your ability to stay connected to your community and sphere of influence is paramount. And if you think that somehow a drip email is going to do that, you're going to fail. And if you think you're going to call them at the right time when things are going on and, and you're going to get that deal, you're mistaken. Because the behavior of modern consumers is very right now, in my face, what's happening, what am I doing? And they're staring at their screens and they're getting marketed to a level of noise that is astronomical. So okay. your ability to stay top of mind with your customer is paramount to your social media strategy, period. Because you just can't do it with phone calls. You got to call them every day. It's, that's not appropriate. It's weird. But what you can do is you can show up in the places they're hanging out every day and you can stay top of mind. And so having a digital strategy is massively important in this market. And it is for every market. But right now, if rates are coming down, meaning there's more refinance opportunity, your customer is going to be bombarded with offers and solicitations to refinance. And if you're not right there with them, 
staying top of mind, when they're ready to transact, you're going to miss out on the opportunity that's right in front of you. And so figuring out how you get into social and put out video content, written content, graphic content, audio content, and stay top of mind with your customers is going to be one of the number one things a loan officer can do in 2024. Now, don't misunderstand me. If you just abdicate all of the cool stuff you can do locally and physically, you're going to fail because people think it's not a digital only strategy. It needs to be digital and physical. So you need to get out of your office. You need to go out to open houses, go out to broker previews, take agents to lunch, host lunch and learns, host networking events, host client appreciation parties. I've seen loan officers do things like hosting an Easter egg hunt uh, around Easter in their community. Get physical with your community and get digital. And if you can figure out how to do both, you'll have an unbelievable 2024 as an individual producer. Does that make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense. We got Easter coming up here sooner than we realize. We got Valentine's right around the corner. I just wanted people to think it doesn't always have to be a lunch and learn. It doesn't always have to be a networking event. You can just do something that's community centric. And bring yeah. people together. And, and I sometimes think that is even more sticky. That is because it is so selfless. It's not, I'm here selling you something. I'm here serving. And I think when they see you serving, I think that can't be stated enough. No. But that's not to say you're not out there doing pressing the flesh. And so I want to spend a few minutes on that. Yeah. Out there meeting the people. It's been the same strategy. You talked about how you honored your dad. I started 15 yeah. years ago. I was on the street knocking doors, lunch and learns way back when it's not going to change. That it's one strategy that will consistently work. Yeah. And it's, and people just ignore it because there's so many people and I fall into this category on pounding on the digital strategy because it's, that's newer and people aren't doing it historically. And so it's just, you got to do it. You got to do it. And then we forget to say, oh, but did you go out this weekend? Oh, did you host a community event? Oh, did you pour into your community physically? Did you get out of your office? And you can't forget the stuff that we did traditionally. It's a combo. And that's really what's going to accelerate people. Yeah. And you'd also combine the two when you're out pressing the flesh, turn (laughs) it into a digital experience. So it's not not one's behind a computer screen and one's there. I'm looking at so many people that are effectively, Hey, I'm just going through this open house. I'm meeting this. And they post it up on their community website and realtors will tag it. Especially if you're featuring, you're walking into an open house that is there and you're Pull your camera out. I heard one person, Alec, and I think this goes to arguing, yeah, but I don't look good on camera. I don't do this. And I'm, oh, I have favorite. a face for TV, all that stuff you hear. And you go, I have a face for radio, not for TV. I had one person come forward and was talking to me and I was talking to her. She was arguing with me that how she can't do this. I love it when people argue with you when they can. You get that a little bit? You ever get that? All the time. All the time. Yeah. Oh right. my God. It's so erroneous. It's one of those things where because it makes you uncomfortable, you've, you've written it off. Yeah. And uncomfortable can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people, but like when was sales ever comfortable? I'm sorry. When was this job comfortable? And the fact that it's uncomfortable should immediately tell you, oh, I need to be doing this. That's really good. And I get it. I got to figure out new buttons to push and And, new things. That takes time. And it's being innovative in that process. This lady walked up to me and she just happened to have her daughter. I spoke at an event and she was at, she said, Dave, that's just, look at me. I'm not, I'm really not attractive. And I, I, I didn't agree with her openly to her face, but she was true. He wasn't. And so I said, going, I said, but I looked at this little girl and said, I said, who's this? Is this your daughter? She goes, yeah. I said, why don't you take your daughter out to open houses and you behind the camera film your daughter talking about this house. She got a mic, hooked it up and she started and that worked. It. She posted the first one. Hey, my mom and I are be here looking at this house. We're at an open house. And let me interview this person that people walk through. Who wouldn't walk up to a little kid holding a microphone with mom behind the camera. So are you out here looking at it? 
they started getting invited to open houses. Would you bring your daughter by? Could you post? There's so many innovative ways we can go well, about combining. Let me attack this one thing for a second, and then we can talk yeah. about other things too. But I'm not attractive thing, or uh, I have a face for radio, all that stuff. Yeah. Let me just come right at it for a second. That's terrible bullshit, and it's a terrible lie. I'm glad you said that. It, yes. it, it's terrible, it's, and I hate it. I really hate it because when you strip everything away and you start asking questions, are you married? And they're like, yeah, I'm married. Someone doesn't think you're a troll. They married you. <laughs> you have friends. Yeah. You have friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've got a bunch of friends. Do they run away screaming when you walk in the room? Here's the bottom line. If you're more interested or more committed to yes. helping people, yes, yes, then you will get out of your own freaking way and you will go help them. Yes. And so That's you will, right you will stop with the self-garbage and this tearing down Negative of yourself. Self-talk, it's crap. And you will go help somebody else. Yes. That can be your motivation to turn the camera on. Because yeah. I can guarantee you, everyone else out there cares about what they look like and sound like. They don't care what you look like and sound like. And we've been all looking at you all along the whole way. Yeah, so everyone sees that. you. <laughs> it's like yeah. you ever meet with your clients. Oh, I love meeting with clients. Then they're going to see you. They're going to see you. Yeah, I think that's really, that's one of the things we're looking at. So I want to get rid of what I could spend a lot of time on this one because it's getting people out of the negative mindsets, the yeah. I can't attitude. And what you do yeah. so well is you help with your podcast, launching people out with positive ideas. Let's get into the strategies that are going to work yeah, in I love, 2024. Yeah. These strategies that you talk about on your podcast, the interviews you do, yeah, they're very motivating. Again, listeners, get we're going to put a link to Alex's podcast in our show notes. Get there, link it, search them out. It's very easy. A L E C Hanson with an O N at the end. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Let me just still this down into yeah. one starting point, and then because everyone makes the same mistake, big brands make this mistake. Yep. Individual producers, salespeople make this mistake. The mistake is. When you start to come to market with a message or with something, we do it backwards. Let me explain. If I'm going to sell you something, David, one of the first things I think I need to do is start building validation with you that either I'm a good person to do business with or what I'm bringing to you is good. And so I start to layer in validation. And let me give you an example where brands mess this up. Brands start talking about how good they are. They start showing you on the, uh, all their awards and their accolades. They start trying to position themselves in a position of strength and reliability so that you can have trust to them. All those things sound good. But the mistake is a human doesn't care about that yet. They want to know what solutions you provide for the problems in their life. And then they want to know if you're a good company to work with or for. But we always lead the wrong way. Let me give you an example on the loan officer side. How many times do we see a loan officer humble bragging about how fast they closed a loan or a realtor about their new listing? or somebody saying about how their numbers from last year and how successful they were. All the, they're coming from the wrong starting point. They're coming with this position of, let me show you how great I am. And the reality is that they've missed the conversation to, entirely from the beginning. Think about it this way too. If I go to a networking event, David, and we've never met before, and I walk up to you, and the first thing I do is pull my phone out and show you my Yelp reviews. And I'm like, David, I really want you to see my Yelp reviews. We haven't even talked yet. We haven't even introduced ourselves. I'm like, David, Yelp reviews. And I put it in your face. You would think I'm a psychopath and this is the weirdest yeah. interaction or networking event ever. Yep. But if I come up to you and I'm like, David, I've been wanting to meet you. I've been watching your podcast, man. What got you into podcasting? I, my name is Alec. What got you into podcasting? And I come right at you and I ask you a question about yourself. You're going to open up at the networking event. You're going to start talking to me. You're going to be like, oh, I'm great to meet you. And here's what, 
Yeah. I, th- I feel like David uh, uh, Dale Carnegie would be rolling in his grave right now. On yes. this, he wrote "How to Win Friends and Influence People," and we've just forgotten all that and that's on social media. And so brands and individuals are bragging about themselves instead of coming to the position of, wait a minute, what do I have that can help somebody else? And before I introduce myself, before I tell you how great I think I am, all the awards I've gotten, can I just give you something that could help you? So that is really gets a really good point. How do you coach someone to slip that in? So when you're talking about someone else and then you bring in yourself, when do you do it? How do you do it? Give us some of the magic that you teach others how do you bring it relevant to you and what you're doing then? It's at what point in time? How do you do that? Sometimes, David, shockingly, you don't even have to. And let me explain. If my social strategy as an originator is to show up and add value, and every time I put out a piece of content every day, whether it's a video or an article or something, and all I'm doing is providing solutions to the problems everyone's facing today. I'm talking about how to deal with the low inventory environment. I'm talking about how to find the right agent to work with. I'm talking about how to demystify the loan process so that you could have a better education coming in equipped to be ready to to get your first home. And every day I show up with that stuff and just pour value into other people without expecting anything back. Shockingly, people just come at you with like deal business. They're like, "I help me. You've been pouring into me on these channels every day. I, I need a loan now. Can you help me? And so there always can be a little bit of a right hook as Gary Vaynerchuk calls it, where you come in and say, yes. by the way, I do loans. I'm really good at loans. You should call me like you could, as you're putting in all this value. Yeah. But we just forget sometimes that it's not about us. It's about the people we're trying to serve. And if we can just deliver messaging and information with that foundation in that place, it will absolutely change our business. That's excellent. That's timeless. That's not only going to work in 2024. That's going to work in 2025, 26, 27, and into if it because what you're really, it's a servant leader approach. Yeah, but here's the problem, David. Here's the problem. We're not showing up. Brands, we're not doing it. Our frequency is way down or it's zero. We're, We're stuck in our insecurities. We're stuck in old ways of thinking. And so we're not showing up on these platforms. We're not delivering value. We're not helping and serving. We're sitting in our chairs calling our customers once a year, once every six months, that is not going to cut it. Or we're sending them an email that somebody else wrote. It's not going to cut it. We got to get front and center or you're going to lose the opportunity. That's so true. To what degree in reaching out to people and providing value does technology start playing in it? We're seeing new technology that's really exciting. You and I both know Garrett Locklear over Canada. It's got a powerful yeah. tool. You guys have some in town. One of our other sponsors, Total Expert, has some wonderful CRM yeah. tools. There's some powerful tools in the marketplace. The lender homepage is another one of our sponsors. Yeah. I'm thinking of all our sponsors. They all have technology. How do you recommend they introduce it? I think, number one, can it be a crutch? What keeps you from doing what's that? Yes. So how do you effectively implement technology and you're doing it so well there at Loan Depot. Technology is just an enhancement or a megaphone or a tool for more reach. That's all it is. And so you can use it inappropriately, meaning I can mail every one of my past customers something that's not good. And so I can enhance my reach poorly, but really it's about enhancing reach. And that's where great technology tools come to play. But if you're not using it to enhance your own connection ability, let me give you a, a clear example, right? A, a monthly piece of touch point in email, okay? Every, I, I learned, I, I was told back in 2003, I need to mail my customer something every single month. This has been tried and true. Send something every single month to your people. Now we have email, send something every single month. 
And what we do, and this is the crutch, is we just take garbage, pre-written, canned, drip campaign email stuff, and we just throw our name and header on it, and we email that out. The, but So that's crap. It's, it's just spam, it's crap. Yep. and yep. no one likes it. But now the other side of this is, hey, every month I'm going to give a market update to what's going on in Orange County, and I'm going to share with my past customers what's happening in the mortgage market, in the real estate market, and, and what they can do if they're looking to buy or sell. And I'm going to film this video, and I'm going to write it, and I'm going to send it to them in written word, and I'm going to film a video, and I'm going to send it out to everybody. The intention and the effort behind that is so much more clear and evident than just the canned garbage from some company that the impact immediately is going to be different. But technology allows me to do that. Technology allows me to film a piece of content and put it on the internet for thousands of people to potentially see. And that's incredible. So it's almost like using it for good versus using it for evil. And yeah. that's where people distinguish themselves. That's where the best win. Down this line, you wrote a really great book. It was called Bypassed, oh, a modern guide for local mortgage pros left behind by the digital customer. Let's try dive into that. That's another one. That book is timeless. It's so well-written. For those that are not familiar with it or aware of it, let's get into your book just briefly because it, yeah. it, there's so much good information in there. This was a passion project for sure. And it, it came out of the world of, how many people poured into me in my career? How can I do that back? And I give tons of these copies away. If anyone wants to buy them on Amazon, I donate 100% of the proceeds to Freedom Alliance to support our veterans. Good. I don't take any cash from this book. The whole intent of it is literally a thank you and a nod to the people that gave and poured into me. And it's here's stuff that I can pour back into others. And literally the title is as succinct as I could make it, even though it's a mouthful. The It's for the local professional who's just now seeing how this internet first society we're finding ourselves in is a struggle just to maintain their business and maintain their customer influence when everyone's staring at a phone all day long. And so it's an encouragement and a tactical guide to push people into evolving their business, to bring in the digital side, to bring in the new tools, to find out how to reposition their own brand and their own personality to make sure they can thrive in the future as marketing continues to change. That's the heart of the book. It's great. You're now the chief marketing officer at one of the yeah. largest lenders in the nation. If you had to write a sequel to the book right now or version two, what is your experience as a chief marketing officer brought to the next version of the book? And I guess where has the ball moved since you wrote the book? There's places I would go deeper. Okay. You know, I, I would spend a lot of time in a, an amended version of this book or a next iteration yeah on the personal demons people face when they try to That's step true. into new stuff. Because I speak in front of tons of people and I get that opportunity and I'll get people nodding. I see it in the crowd. They're like, yes, I need to figure out this social stuff. Yes, I need to figure out this video stuff. Like they intrinsically start to understand as you walk people through, this is important, I need to do this. And then the second the camera turns on, it's just no. And all this garbage comes flying in and it really limits people from achieving the success they're capable of. And so I would probably spend a chapter or two on just limiting beliefs and mindset Good. and paradigm right. shifts because they're it's just I don't address that enough in the book. I think you do touch on it for clearly, but I think I definitely right. talk about it, it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those things where that is the single biggest inhibitor, self-imposed limitations. What we what the self-talk that we have that keeps us from stepping out to be successful. There's no reason everybody can't be successful. They go, and that is just such a crazy statement. Everyone can't be busy, successful at this. Yes. They can, if they employ these principles. 
when you're looking at the chief marketing officer yeah. and you look at the next year, what are things are you doing for planning? What is Loan Depot planning for the future? What exciting things do you have coming down? Can you share anything with our listeners as we wrap this up? Yeah, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming. We're introducing a new education platform called Homeschool, which is really fun because there's so much, there's such a lack of education around mortgages and finances in general and having the biggest debt of your life and how it interacts with everything else that it's going to be really interesting. And we're bringing out three different mediums for it. The first medium is going to be a homeschool podcast. And what's fun about the homeschool podcast is we're having real originators interviewing financial adjacent and inside industry specialists. So we're bringing on financial planners. We're bringing on CPAs. We're bringing on appraisers. We're bringing on horse realtors and mortgage professionals. But we're bringing on all of these adjacent financial things. And we're asking questions for people that are first-time homebuyers and have, have no clue how any of this works and how it all interacts. And so the goal of that is just to continue to educate. Alongside that, we're releasing 180 video series across first-time wow. home buyers, second-home vacation homes, investment properties, veterans, reverse, renovation, et cetera, where people are like, how do I learn this stuff? Because we're in a generation, we're in a moment in time where people, they want to self-educate. They really do. They, and, they're, and they are self-educating, whether you like it or not. They're going, Especially the, the millennials and the Gen Zers. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're all about YouTube. that. They're going to social media. They're, they're Googling. They're looking stuff up. And I'm just like, there's a gap in actual you know, education here, especially in video mediums and podcast mediums. And then, of course, we're delivering written words. We'll have blogs and articles on these topics to compensate. But really, the idea is how do we empower people with knowledge? So homeschool is coming. And then homeschool is also going to empower all of our loan officers to go get loud also and bring those topics to market and share and really get out there and educate. So I'm really excited about homeschool. And then also with our social media, I've already got the ship turning, but you're going to see Loan Depot be extremely customer focused. We're going to be empowering customers to make great financial decisions by providing knowledge and information, whether they use Loan Depot or not. We're not going to gatekeep them away from the information. We're not going to make them apply first. We're going to give them the information they need to make empowered home financing decisions and hopefully inspire some people who think that they it's not for them or the timing's not for them. There's a study, David, recently, and I, I'll butcher this because I don't have it written down here, but 51% of people think that buying their first home is out of reach in their, for their lifetime right now. It's true, yeah. And that's not true, I but I get I, why they I, feel I, that I, way. It's true that the surveys, that, that yes. the people think that, that's what I'm saying, meant to say. No, I knew you. No, yeah. you, you yeah. knew exactly what... I, I you knew exactly what I was saying. It's But that's how they feel. It's not true. If that's the thing, and that's what education is we've got to get people. I've got a daughter and her husband with a brand new baby in there and they're in their early thirties. And there are they, what is their song? I'm trying to enter in that being respectful as a dad, not button my head in their business, but what are you doing about buying your next home? What have your first home? Where are you at? And I hear, yeah, I don't hear this. Uh, yeah, we're going to do it. This is the knowledge we've been looking at videos. So kudos to you for guys developing that product. That is outstanding. We're excited. That's outstanding. Excellent stuff. Well, I'm so excited. Every time I sit down with you, I just get energized. I love what you're doing. I've used up enough of your time. And I just, more than anything else, folks, Alec is putting out outstanding content on his website. Listen to it. Ariana's podcast and his own website. Go out there, yeah. listen to it. It's great stuff. See the links down below and get signed up. Alec, thanks so much for being here with me. I appreciate thanks, you. Dan. I love your Good attitude. Man. Say hi to your dad, Dan. I've got, <laughs> it's like, He's, is he still in the business? Yeah, yeah. He's running acquisitions for Loan Depot now, but he's been an incredible legend in this space. That's what I'd say.
That's so outstanding. I'd love to meet him sometime. When I'm out there next, I'd love to meet him. You're in my, one of my favorite places of the planet. I lived in Orange County for a long time at two mortgage companies out there. I loved it. Great, great place. So good to be with you. Thank you so much, Alec. Wish you all the success in 2024. Hey, listeners, this hot topic would not be possible without our sponsors. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, Total Expert, Finastra, Byte Software, Lender Homepage, Angel AI, Truve, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America, Lenders One, the Mortgage Collaborative, iEmergent, Modex, Mobility MMI, and Knowledge Group. There's so many good sponsors here, and we're so grateful for each one of them. Be sure to check out each of those sponsors and their spots on our website, Lickin' on Lending, under the sponsorship page. Thank you. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.